Speaking of Ontario, the other story we're tracking here on this Thursday, Premier Ford has sent a letter to educators, scientists, doctors, asking seven key questions in an effort to find some sort of consensus as to whether or not schools can reopen safely anytime soon. Now, in the letter, Doug Ford says, no one wants to see our schools reopen safely more than I do, but it has to be done on sound scientific advice. And uh, Mary, the premier is looking for a response, we understand, from uh, all of these stakeholders that I mentioned a second ago, uh, by 5 p.m. tomorrow. And, of course, we know the clock is ticking when it comes to getting back to class uh, before the summer break. So it'll be really interesting to hear what uh, they've got to say and if some sort of consensus can be built. Well, and as we're talking about school, it makes me think, gee, how many people are going to have to cram for this exam to get that on his desk (laughs) by the end of the day tomorrow? And I say they don't have to cram for the exam. They've been studying this for over a year. They know the answers. And it's very... Uh, I don't know what the word is, but odd and late and tick, tick, tick. Things are timing, you know, the clock is ticking and time is running out. Because if they did go back, how would that happen? How would parents and educators be prepared? And it may only be possibly three weeks back to the school year before they're out for the summer once again. Mm-hmm. One of those uh, questions, as I mentioned, there's seven questions in this letter to educators and to uh, doctors and uh, researchers. One of those questions Should teachers be fully vaccinated before resuming in-class lessons? And if not, is one dose sufficient? And I think that's a question a lot of us have been asking when it comes to our own safety uh, right now, as we uh, continue to await that uh, second dose, although the window is closing a a little bit as supply increases between dose one and uh, dose two. In particular, the AstraZeneca uh, doses, because as we know, getting people fully vaccinated is the key to getting back to normal. But word today that we apparently have hit a bit of a snag when it comes to getting those remaining doses of AstraZeneca into arms. And joining us now for more on that is Justin Bates, who is the CEO of the Ontario Pharmacists Association. And Justin joins us now here on 640 Toronto. Justin, good afternoon. Nice to have you back on the show. Thanks for having me. Okay, uh, what exactly is the problem getting second doses of AstraZeneca to people right now? Well, it has been a complex logistical challenge. Uh, And what we're faced with right now is a prolonged quality assurance process whereby the uh, public health is going through each of the collected vials that we started that uh, over the long weekend. Uh, We went across the province and uh, grabbed all of the remaining 30,000 doses so that we could reallocate them to Toronto, Kingston and Windsor. And uh, they're just trying to resource this and match it with temperature logs to make sure that all of those doses aren't spoiled and only 5,000 are being released right now um, into Toronto um, a couple of days late so that leaves us with a very short runway Uh, there'll be 99 pharmacies today receiving 50 doses each um, and they've got to get through that uh, until Monday. Okay can you tell us about uh, maintaining this at proper temperature wouldn't that uh, have been done and is this just not a matter of checking kind of the best before date uh, on these uh, vials or is there the possibility that some of this uh, vaccine has been spoiled because it's not uh, been stored at the proper temperature? Well that's always a risk Um, certainly pharmacies are well um, versed in managing and handling vaccines they were all stored in fridges Um, and when the pause was put on this program two weeks ago by Dr. David Williams. We quarantined those 
doses that were left uh, and and kept them in the fridge. But, you know, with transportation and the pickup uh, over the weekend, they need to ensure the the safety of those vials and doses so that uh, we we have 100% certainty. And they look over two months' worth of temperature logs. Pharmacies actually have to record that every day. Uh, And uh, for the AstraZeneca vaccine, it's stored at two to eight degrees, uh, and it's good for up to 30 days in that uh, form. So, uh, you know, we're confident they're all good. But uh, the clock is ticking in terms of um, being able to get these into arms. And it's creating frustrations. People are calling around trying to find uh, pharmacies that offer this. And we don't uh, have the answers for them yet because the supply hasn't arrived. Okay, when you say that the clock is ticking, is there a concern that this AstraZeneca supply may indeed expire? And if so, do we know when? We do. Um, The 30,000 that were left in pharmacy expire on May 31st. So we have until Monday. Um, There is another batch coming. So that's the good news. There's about 254,000 sitting in the Central Depot with the province that will uh, get to everybody who's due at the 12-week interval for their second shot. But this is an early window initiative because we want to make sure we get all of the AstraZeneca used and have no wastage. All right. Obviously, we want to make sure that the supply is safe before it gets into people's uh, arms. But is there any way to speed up this process or is it just one that is uh, laborious and labor intensive? Well, it is labor intensive um, and we're urging the government to speed it up, uh, add additional uh, human resources to checking those logs and, and to provide us timely communications. Because one of the challenges we have is that pharmacists are on the front line. So, of course, they're hearing from Uh, from the general public who sees their website uh, and the government website sees the stores are offering this and then they they inundate uh, with calls and walk into the pharmacy and we want to make sure that our members can adequately address the questions about when can I book when are you going to receive the vaccine some have had to cancel appointments because we were expecting this to be delivered uh, yesterday so it is an administrative challenge um, and not everybody's happy about it so they do at times uh, have a bit of an abusive uh, angle towards the pharmacist who really has no control over this. So we're doing everything we can to accommodate uh, people and to ensure that uh, we can get everybody an appointment. But uh, supply is the great limiting step right now. What is your advice for, to those that have had their appointments at canceled? Do they need to go back to the website and rebook? Well, the pharmacist would have worked with them if they had a, a canceled appointment uh, this week to reschedule either at the 12-week mark, which is the regularly scheduled interval when people would be eligible, uh, or when they do receive uh, the supply today and tomorrow. I think the biggest challenge is not all the pharmacies that participated back in March, there was 325 of them in Toronto, Kingston and Windsor, uh, where all the eligible patients for this early initiative for second dose um, uh, qualified. So you've got you know, about 162 pharmacies participating. We had 90,000 people go through and get a first dose between March 10th and March 19th, and that's the cohort of people that are eligible now. And we have 30,000 doses. So we've got a third of the supply. We're seeing high demand, and some people who went to their home pharmacy for the first dose will find that they're not offering the uh, early second dose just because supply is limited. So what we'd say to those people is try other places, uh, go to the government website. Um, you know, We're asking all pharmacies to accommodate both their own patient roster as well as others. And uh, if you miss out because of that limited supply, there will be opportunities in the next two weeks to meet the schedule and uh, to go back to your home pharmacy. 
You, you can understand the uh, frustration. It is uh, palpable from people trying to get their uh, second dose, uh, trying to get a uh, dose uh, from a uh, pharmacy. But uh, having said that, is there also frustration on your behalf, on your end as well, Justin, from the Pharmacists Association? Is this rollout not going exactly as planned? Well, I think there's been bumps along the way, no question about it. Uh, again, supply being that uh, common theme uh, back in March to where we are today. Even with the mRNA vaccines being rolled out into pharmacies, we now have over 1,600 across the province offering Pfizer or Moderna, uh, in addition to the second doses of AstraZeneca. But uh, Moderna's delayed, and, and that's been a certainly a frustration point. And I think it's just about making sure that we provide timely communication so that pharmacists can prepare book appointments appropriately and manage expectations um, because they are on the front line and they're doing everything they can to implement the program successfully. But uh, without supply, it's, it's always going to be challenging. I mean, even the use of wait lists, I mean, that's a byproduct of not having uh, supply. And uh, I think people need to appreciate uh, that we are certainly doing everything we can to make this uh, accessible. Just finally, is there a hope or possibility of getting more pharmacies uh, online with uh, AstraZeneca? Yes, so there's 254,000 new doses sitting uh, and waiting for distribution over the next two weeks. So we will make sure we replenish based on the schedule of when people got the vaccine starting back in March um, and more pharmacies will receive it. Um, and of course, we're adding more pharmacies to the Pfizer Moderna program. So we should be up to about 2,500 by the end of the month. All right, Justin, appreciate the time and the update. Thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. There's Justin Bates, head of the Ontario Pharmacists Association.